Welcome back, everybody, to Thanks for Your Concern. You're here with Berenice. And I'm Ella. Welcome back, everybody. Welcome to another week of Thanks for Your Concern. Oh, I am having a good week, actually. Um, yeah, this week has been good. It's been, um, you know, when you, like, have been on, like, your little healing journey and you've mm-hmm. low-key been, like, fucking miserable and suddenly you're just like walking down the street, like, and you're like, oh shit, am I okay? Like, am I good now? Like, am I fine? And I was like, yeah, I think I'm okay. I think I'm okay. And it was the first time that I, like, it wasn't a lie <laughs> to myself. You know what I mean? Like, I love I that. Felt, yeah, I felt good. So things are looking up for me. I, I mean, I wouldn't say like I'm like healed, reform, restored. Like, that's not, but that's better. not how healing works. Yeah. Obviously, some things still make me sad and whatever, but like, yeah, no, I, I think I'm, I'm thinking I'm, I'm thriving. I saw a lot of, uh, I was walking to the gym and I saw my men, the ones that I haven't seen in a while. So they had not seen the brows and these are the ones that I actually talked to and they were like, oh my God, what did you do to your face? <laughs> what do you mean? I love the brows. I'm obsessed with it. I also cut some bangs. Um, You know, a lot of, you, I'm just... I have decided that since I'm going through a transformation, I should just stop fighting it. <laughs> oh, yeah. Just go full face dive into the transformation. I love exactly. it. Um, Everything that comes to mind, you know what? YOLO. If it's not going to harm me, we're going to do good. Okay, we're going to get it. We're going to be with it. Uh, still not on the drinking train. So that's cool. I actually, you know what happens when you stop drinking? You're a lot more clear headed. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, you know, it's interesting you say that because my update was going to be so, like, this week I met up with some friends from out of town and we went to brunch and they were all like, oh my God, your skin and hair have never looked better. I was having an amazing, and I was like, babes, I just spent $300 at Sephora, but thank you. Like, yes, I am. I literally had like my best hair day the other day. And a really good skin day. And they were all like literally hungover dead. Like, <laughs> you're on like, the could str- not be me. Could no, they were me. on the struggle bus. And what was funny was it was the first time that I wasn't on the struggle bus. Like, usually I'm the person that's like, dude, I think I'm going to yak at brunch. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. then literally they were just talking about being hungover. And I was literally like, I don't know what you're talking about. Like, I can't relate. And it was just interesting because it's like, wow, I forgot how much being hungover sucks. Like, I I mean, I didn't forget it, but, like, I feel like that's the best part is that I heard Miley Cyrus say this week that, like, she wanted to be, like, 100%, 100% of the time. Ooh, I like that. And it's really weird because I think this is the first time in my life where I've gotten, like, nine hours sleep for, like, um over a month in a row, and I'm feeling healed in a way where just, like, I'm like, damn, I feel like I'm like a real straight shooter and obviously like I suffer from anxiety and depression, Mm -hmm. but I went to a show and I kind of took a a little bit of time off of stand up just because honestly I don't have a fucking car and I hate busing in the middle of the night to these shows, but um, I had a show the other day and literally it would usually be a situation where I would be fucking anxious and like intimidated because... I've always said that like bar shows, which is just like a show at a bar, builds character because there's like two groups of people that usually come to bar shows. People that did not know there was going to be a comedy show at the bar. Mm. 
And then people like those actually the only people like there's rarely people that come to bar shows or like friends or whatever. Like people rarely come to bar shows on purpose. They're just accidentally there. And it was a little difficult show for the other comics. But and I was like, fuck. And usually this would trip me up. But I would be like fucking in my head, like tripping out. And I was like, whatever. Like, let's just like do my thing. End up killing it. And I was like, oh, wow. Wow, that was a lot better because I wasn't tripping myself up in my mind. Hell yeah, brother. So, yeah, I hit the week with a Saturday that was just like a crazy weird day because like it's just a crazy day. I started out with brunch, then ended with a show. Had some crazy shit come up. And it's like, damn, a lot of life happens that I either don't pay attention to or just kind of like don't think about because I just don't have the mental capacity to do it. And I just feel like I've been like, I've been, uh, what the, I've had a lot of bandwidth lately. <laughs> it's crazy when you suddenly have so much time. When you're like, you come back from going out or being with friends and you're like, literally you're sober and you're in a hundred percent and you're good to go. You can read. I've been reading so much. <laughs> I'm almost done with the book that we talked about a couple episodes ago. Oh, it, it, ends starts, it ends with us. Yeah. I got some mixed feelings about that book, but I'm only like I'm three fourths of the way. I, I would say I'm about sixty six percent through it, but okay. we'll have to talk about that shit. Yeah, but yeah. That was two episodes ago. I've never read this much of a book in fucking two weeks. Like actually what? sat and read it. I devoured that book. Like the first half was okay, and then the second half. It, it took me like six hours. I just like, I think I slept a little bit in between, but that's it. Like I was like ready to go. I, I dove through that. I was I, emotionally invested. <laughs> I'll probably by the next podcast, we'll have a, like a full review. We can just talk about it. But okay. yeah, if anybody wants on, you got a week to read. It ends with us. By Colleen um, Hoover. It's a good read. Yeah. It's it's what's interesting is like I've been reading a lot of recommendations from my cousin who they're those books are like extra spicy. These books mm. are just like are lightly spicy. Yeah, this is not smut. This is like, no, it's not. No. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, oh, like maybe I like smut more than I'm willing to admit because I'm like, oh man, bitch. I was like, like, you just ended the yeah. scene a little too early. <laughs> Where is the descriptive details yeah. of what this man's penis is look like? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so should we should we get into what we're talking about today? Yeah, I love the topic of today. Ella I've actually done some me. research too, yeah? which is funny. <laughs> Ella texted me and she's like, "Can we like do an episode on like how men should like treat women?" And I was like, what? And she's like, yeah, you know, like just basic respect. And I was like, damn, the bar is so low that we have to come onto a podcast and be like, this is how you should treat a woman. Well, I just feel like we need to be like we have a podcast, right? We we can talk about there's a lot of men with microphones that have no business talking oh. about how to date. So I was like, we need to do our part by giving like some quality things that when I meet men in the wild I can be like hey I have a podcast episode about this if you really want me to do a deep dive I've already done the hard work for you <laughs> yes so this one's for the boys but also for the girls yeah I'm excited about it are you ready to get do it let's do it All right, everybody, welcome to our advice. Our, our podcast. Our podcast. 
Now, our demos usually predominantly women, and I'm going to say, like, tune in, because I think you're going to feel, like, vindicated and agree, or you might be like, we're off base, and we need to hear that, because women aren't a monolith, you know? I don't think we speak mm-hmm. for all women. I agree with you. Honestly, I do love to hear other women's opinions. I will say, like, most of what I thought I have come up with ideas surrounding this topic, I would say are pretty generic, like basic respect and like yeah. <laughs> love and attention so we hope you can learn something or you can just be head nodding with us this is like the best in times and the worst of times when it comes to dating and interacting with people because first of all if you're a heterosexual male interested in women guess what the bar is so low that you just gotta <laughs> cover a couple basics to exceed the bar uh, which is scary, I think, for being a woman. You know, it's scary to think that, like, we even have to do a podcast about approaching and talking to women with basic levels of respect. But that is what it is. And, of course, like, I think a lot of times people think, like, oh, I'm a good guy without really, like, critically thinking on what that means to them versus how do you put that in your actions. Yes, I would agree with that. And I think, like... I mean, we've talked about we had Ross, the therapist, come on and mm-hmm. talk about like the good guy complex <laughs> syndrome, good guy syndrome um, about how to act when you are with a partner. I think that there obviously are a lot of ways to just like, but we can start at the beginning of just like when you first meet up with somebody, your first date per se. Yes. And we actually did a, I think we did a podcast episode about dating profiles, but once Mm -hmm. you get them um, and you go on a first date, you just have to put your best foot forward. I want to say I did a little bit of research. I went on dating advice for men on Reddit and a bunch of like dating. (gasps) and, And I looked up what real world questions were from men about dating, right? And there was a common theme of a couple guys posting pictures of them. We'll talk about this a little bit more. But guys talking about like, oh, I only go on first dates. Uh, Like, what what is this? I don't get second dates. And Mm. I was like, okay, well, what are you doing on that first date? Because if you're able to get to the first date stage, you there's some desirability there. So it has to be something that you did on the date. And you just got to make a good first impression. And there's a couple of different ways to do this. Yes. So making a good impression, I think uh, my biggest one, honestly, is listening. If you talk about yourself the entire time, I will listen 100%. I will ask you more questions. I will thoroughly enjoy you talking about yourself. But then I will leave and be like, damn, he only talked about himself. I think a lot of guys go on dates and are trying to like treat it like a job interview where you're going to want to do most of the talking when it's not like that when you're going on a date. It's more of a conversation because you really want to see. And I think a lot of people think like, I'm a good guy. Won't I? Why did this girl not like me? Maybe it's nothing about you, but just your interaction wasn't like a smooth, vibey interaction. It was more of like a you talking and not asking any questions about her or you asking questions about her, but not really being interested. And it was like you were interviewing her without actually engaging in a conversation. Yes, I I will say that. And I've gotten pretty lucky. I get a pretty good conversationalist. I don't think I've ever met up with anybody that I knew I couldn't hold a conversation with but I'm also good at asking questions like if 
let's be real. If you're going to go to a date with me or Ella, you're getting a dinner and a fucking show, okay? Like, <laughs> we're going to hold it down. <laughs> and I come out of a lot of dates feeling good about them, but it really isn't about them is what I realized. It is about me. <laughs> I mean, I think that, see, this is the thing. And that's why I'm, like, particularly picky about people I go on dates with and people I go on second dates with. Because, Mm -hmm. honestly, I'll give you an example. I went on, like, three dates with this guy. uh, And he was fine. But, literally, (laughs) I was doing all the heavy lifting, you know? Like, Mm -hmm. I was the one asking him questions, making funny jokes, pulling the best part of him out of him. Like, I literally felt like I was his, like, I don't know, like, he was my muse, and I was just, like, helping him to become, like, the best version of himself. And ultimately, I was like, I can't, I was like, this is way too much effort to get, like, the best out of this guy. Yeah. I hate having to put in too much work. It. I've gone on dates, too, where the person is just so quiet. And I'm just like, I I do appreciate where you can sit with somebody in silence and be comfortable, but I don't know you, sir. So I'm not comfortable. <laughs> yeah. And I think also like I was talking to, I did a little bit of research by talking to my significant other who is a man per se. <laughs> I don't know what I meant by that, but I just mean, and he was like, and we were talking per about se. how there's a lot of people who don't have who might be good at conversations like with their boys, but that doesn't always translate into being able to talk to oh, someone you're romantically interested in and like the types of conversations you have. And there's like just a different level of intimacy that a lot of people aren't open to having. So maybe you're like a guy who you're like, I'm super extroverted. I go out to the bar and can talk about my interests with other people with my interests all day long that doesn't always like convert over into being able to like date and have an intimate conversation on a first date uh so sometimes you just need some practice and if your dates are not going well or your first dates never get to second dates figure out what you think's not going well i've seen people be as bold as to ask which i would never do but like hey <laughs> Can I ask why we didn't go on a second date? But I would love that. I would love it. I think sometimes people need feedback. I agree. And you can always reach out to a woman in your life and be like, hey, do you want to go on like a friend date with me? And maybe like do the steps. Treat her like a date, you know, and see maybe what's going wrong. (laughs) I mean, honestly, I feel like a lot of if you have a trusted female, they love projects. Uh, So I'm sure if you like literally... (laughs) I'm sure your mom could tell you why you're not why you're not going on second dates. Like if you have that type of relationship <laughs> with your mom or sister or something, you know what I'm saying? Because I mean, like yeah. I'm I feel like if you some people might call their mom and be like, "Mom, I've only gone on so many first dates, but I know I'm a good guy." She might be like, "What are you wearing, dude? What are you wearing to these dates?" And you're like, "I'm wearing cutoffs and." Uh, pajama pants and she's gonna be like well that's why also if you invite me out to eat and I show up in a fit and you show up with crocs like I'm no unless that's the look no no it's not the look it's (laughs) like I threw on some clothes you know like come on try a little impress me finesse me I think that a lot of times this part of like 
looking good and presenting yourself well kind of gets overlooked by men. Like for girls, we know exactly like, okay, we're putting this much effort in. Like it's really easy for us to like be like, this is like the type of vibe I want to give off. Like, okay, I want to be, at least when I go on dates, I'm like, okay, I want to look good, but not like, uh, like, but like casual and easygoing because we're going for coffee. We're not going, you know, and I put a lot of thought and effort into it. And then guys don't do that. And a lot of people think like, oh, like, I'm not attractive enough. It's like, maybe you're actually a really cute guy, but you're not putting enough effort in. So you look less attractive. I agree. And if you really like the person that you're going on a date with, find out how they're getting to the place that you're going. You don't have to ask for their address. But I remember someone asked me like, hey, can I know like what area are you coming from just to make sure like either like you're not going too far or like am I getting you a car like that just shows initiative you know what I mean yeah. that just shows like you're being considerate of my time and you're looking out for me and how I am getting there safely to meet you um that's very considerate I think when you're trying to make a good first impression there's so many things that you can do but being considerate and mindful when you're choosing a date when you're asking someone out I think goes like a million miles I definitely think like okay, where is this person? Like, oh, hey, what neighborhood do you live in so I don't pick something too far away? That's going to come off as like a very kind, thoughtful gesture, but it really takes you no extra effort, you know? No, yeah, at all. To pick a place that's in between two of you that's equidistant. Like, I know this girl was talking about how uh, this guy was like, oh, yeah, I love coming here. Like, I love, this is like a great first date spot. And then later she finds out it's like two blocks from his house. And he goes there all the he time. He goes there all, all the time for dates. all his first dates. Ah! And it's like, even though like he didn't mean that in a skeezy way, it girls are quick, bro. So it's like, yeah, like it doesn't take that long for them to put together shit like that. You know, if it's like, oh, this is my go to first date spot because it's two blocks away from my apartment. So I don't have to put in that much effort. Like girls are quick. They'll catch on to that. So quick. I remember one time this dude took me, we were like kind of, we were on a date and then we were driving around and then we went to like this bridge to like talk. And I was like, you bring all the women here. And, you know, he laughed, but like, I knew it, you know, (laughs) I know that you bring all the women here. I know you do this walk with every bitch. Don't fucking like, don't play. That's so funny because it's like that definitely like that's a thing dudes do, right? It's like they're. Oh, no, he was honest with me. He was like, only the ones I really like. And I was like, sure. (laughs) Sure. Let's let's go with that. (laughs) Oh, how about paying for dates? I feel very passionate about this topic. And (laughs) and honestly, just because I feel like we're having two different conversations. And I think that's why there's a disconnect between men and women is that there's like a, a disconnect in like where people are coming from. I personally, I swear to God, if I had to pay for a first date, a first date. I'm out. No fucking deal. <laughs> like shark take. I'm out. Right. Yeah. And this is why. And this is my reasoning. And I think is probably a lot of women's reasoning. For me, I know that men like everybody, everyone is on their best behavior when you first meet them. They want to make a good first impression. You can expect that this is the best that they will behave. Right. Yeah. So if if you're already nickeling and diming me on a first date, 
I think that it's only going to get worse and we're going to like it's going to get to the point where you're nickeling and diming me for everything. We're always going to have arguments about who's going to pay for shit. And I'm the type of person that, first of all, I will always pay my own way. I come prepared for that because let me just say sometimes I pay because I literally never want to speak to you again and you're giving me fucking terrible ass vibes. So I would like to pay. So I have no reason. And I can leave. So I can just (laughs) fucking leave. Right. Yeah. But and also, if we continue to date, I will not expect you to pay for every day. I literally usually by the third date will start paying for my way because let's be real here. I make enough money where I I don't want your like what 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 did I get? I got a fucking entree. I don't even I didn't even get a drink because I don't usually drink on first dates. You know what I'm saying? Like, what is this? A twenty dollar value? I can go buy myself dinner. What the fuck? It's just a nice gesture. I mean, I think it's definitely a nice gesture. I will always bring up like I will offer to pay for something or I will say like I can get the next one. What I want, what that that's a test. Okay. I want you to turn me down. Like it's so attractive when (laughs) they're like, no, like, what do you mean? Like, no, we're not splitting this. Like, of course. He knows how to act. Thank God. Like, you well, know that's what I mean? the thing is I always offer too. I always do the fucking Yeah, I'm gonna I'll offer and be like, how do you wanna do this? Or I'll be like like on dates when there's like multiple spots like we're hitting, I'm like, oh, I can get the next one. I still want you to say no because like I'm I'm looking for specific things. Like first dates are like job interviews. You're trying to get you know, little snippets little of feel. things that you want, a little feel on what you're getting. And I just want somebody that I know is going to want to treat me. And I think like the first date really sets the tone of like, is this person looking to like treat me? And how are they going to treat me in certain occasions? Like I've had exes where we split everything. And like, although that's cool, I I never felt like this person wanted to like, oh, I'm going to treat her to this. And I'm looking for somebody that does want to do that because I'm like that too. So me too. Yeah, and I'm not expecting anybody to obviously like fund everything in my life, but I do want somebody that's considerate and that like wants that has that like want to want to like be detail oriented with me. And I feel like by the first dinner, like that shows a lot. I agree. And I wanted to bring up what I feel like everyone the counter argument for not wanting to pay for the first date. And this is what I a consistent thing I've seen in comments and online of why you might not want to pay for a first date. It's like I don't want to pay for dinner for someone where it's not going anywhere or the person is just in it for the free dinner. And I would say to that, first of all, who who are these women? I feel like if they're not people who are putting themselves out there to go on dates, getting ready for a date, going on a date just for the free dinner. But sure, that might happen. But I think that is more rare than what I think is actually happening, which is someone goes on a date with something with someone with really high hopes. And then you're a fucking weirdo or do you display weirdo behavior And then they don't want to see you again. Okay. I don't think they were going into the dinner only wanting dinner. I think most people want more than that. But then they just were like, yeah, this isn't it. So no, thank you. Yes, exactly. And obviously, like, if you don't got like money to bowl, that's okay. You don't have to pick a place that's super expensive. That's like going to take a lot out of you, I guess, if you're not seeing that return or whatever it is that you're looking but, for. And, 
yeah, and that's you know? but that's that's also a problem because it's like the person's also seeing a date as transactional in a way. Because if you are wanting to pay for dinner because you're getting something from that dinner, that's a like a deeper thing you need to think about. Because it's like, okay, I feel slighted because this date went nowhere. Well, what is your purpose of dating? Is your purpose for dating is to just like pay for things for girls and then you get access to women? You got to look at that because that's not what dating is. And then also, yeah. if your budget doesn't allow for dinner, then be a little creative and put in a little bit more work than that. Because I don't think I expect a dinner date with every date. And there are fun dates that you can go on that do not cost that much funds that you can take me on. I'm not going to lie when I don't know about the person yet. But also, I just I, I like these type of dates regardless. I usually opt for like a park date. Because I don't see dates as transactional, but like I do feel like obviously like pressure when I know somebody's spending a lot of money on me that they're expecting something, right? Like I'm not naive in that aspect and yeah. I don't want to have like an, like an awkward or like bad situation. So sometimes if I don't like know if I'm really feeling that person, also dinner is just like you're sitting there and there's nothing else to do but like speak to each other. I like to do like park dates. Obviously, it's about to get cold, but you can come up with something that's indoors. And those are fun because you can sit at the park and I bring activities. I come ready to entertain myself anytime. Last time I brought a sketchbook and I like this dude and we ended up drawing each other. Like that was cool. And that was free 90 fucking nine. On my way there, he asked me what my bagel order was and he like brought bagels and like like, you know, like that was just so fun. And he didn't have to pay like a huge like yes. dinner or a server. Like obviously with dinner comes tipping, which should be a given. So, you know, if you if you can't do that, that's OK. There are other ways that you can still get to know somebody. Um, also with the food realm, uh, I got taken on like a really cool date that was on a street where there were a lot of like very like small places kind of like grab and go but food from like all over the world so we grabbed stuff from like a restaurant like like an Indian street style food and then we like we kind of hopped around like that and I I think everything we tried we shared and was like five bucks so you know you can you can find ways to go around it that's still fun and also walking and being like next to somebody instead of staring at them like yeah. eye contact can be like very not off-putting but it can make it more difficult to talk to somebody so if you're sitting next to them or walking next to them rather than like being like eye to eye it's a lot easier to have conversation flow yeah that's what I mean it's just like you I don't know I just hate this like yeah there's just so much that you can do that is outside of taking someone to dinner if that's not in your budget um, if it is in your budget and you're just a you're a cheapo, just know women aren't attracted to cheap men. Okay, that I'll tell you that much because I know the. Let me just say this: I've actually never had a man try not to pay for a date with me. I've never had that happen before. Could yeah, not no. be me. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I have a pretty good return rate. You yeah, know? <laughs> and uh, you know, no offense, but also I feel like. Because I engage with people and they know that I'm genuinely there to get to know them. That's probably why I have such a good outcome. Also, I'm fun. Duh. Mm -hmm. So whatever. But I'm just saying, if you are like worried about women dating you only for the money, but you're only going on a dinner date with them. No, they're not. Not everyone is out for money, bro. There's a lot of women here making six figures. We're not in the fucking... And if people are out for money 
and you're worried about that, I'm telling you, you're probably not in the tax bracket that needs to worry about that, okay? <laughs> what, you think men that are multimillionaires don't know that men are women are attracted to their money? They are. Like, they're pretty clear yeah. on it. And they date certain <laughs> type of women. That's not your issue. No, no, not with your <laughs> job. No. And I, I want to say this, too, unfortunately. You might see your own potential, most women only see what's right in front of them, okay? Because potential is worthless. It's what you actually do. So if you are in your, you're a senior and you think you're going to make a bajillion dollars once you graduate from college, but you don't have that money yet, it's imaginary money. No one is trying to get at you for that, okay? <laughs> it's imaginary. People it's not real. No, people, it's Fugazi. It's a, literally, it's a Fugazi. It's a Fugazi. It's fairy dust. It's their monopoly money that they're going to cash in later. You don't have the money yet, so no one's out for your money if you don't have it yet, okay? Yeah. <laughs> um, And then I just want to go back to, like, what I think is more common when people don't go on second dates. It's because you bes- uh, did some weirdo behavior. And even if you're a nice guy, you might be displaying weirdo behavior and not knowing it. And I think like the two re- main reasons why someone does not go on a second date is you're a red flag <laughs> or it just wasn't the vibe. OK, and they saw no potential. We're going to go to the red flags. I truly believe that especially if you're meeting people from off of the Internet, the way that I think I and a majority of women take that is you are meeting a stranger off the Internet there, you have no one to vouch for you. So they take red flags a lot more seriously than they would if they met someone in the wild or like through a mutual friend. Like I know when I dated someone that was like a mutual friend and I kind of met them through work, I probably ignored some of their red flags purely because if they murdered me, it would be pretty traceable because 20 people knew we were dating, right? Versus some dude I've met off the internet. I don't know any of your friends. I don't know you. There's no one to vouch for you. So if you do something a little bit like scary or I'm like, oh man, that just didn't sit well with me. I'm probably going to cut it before that instead of giving you the benefit of the doubt because it's a safety issue and also just like a like an unhappiness issue. Like if you have a first date with someone and something's a little weird or awkward or you disagree on something, you don't want to be unhappy for longer. So you end up cutting it, you know? Yeah, I like that. Red flags on dates. Oh, I honestly like the first date is like so small for me that like I don't feel like you get to know that much about a person. Obviously, like I'm not into like a polyamorous situation. I just can't do it. So like that for me is going to be a no. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Somebody told me that and I was just like, I don't think this is for me. Thank you, though. It's a lovely person. We will not be seeing each other after tonight. Another one, like, I don't know, just our lifestyles, I guess, like, don't match. But like from a first date, like, I'm maybe people are good liars or like good at just like matching my vibe. But I've never had like a like absolutely if you have some problematic ideals, but I usually I don't accept a first date. Unless I already know, like, you're not going to say something out of fucking pocket. You know Yeah, I, mean? I would have to agree. Yeah, like, you'd have to be betted for me to go on a date with you that you are not about, like, I'm not about to leave this date, like, infuriatedly upset. Because I would really rather 
sit at home and like be and spend my time doing whatever the fuck I need to do than go on a date with somebody. Like for me, it's just like, if I already know we're not going to vibe, I don't want to see it further. Like why would I go waste my time like that? So, you know, (laughs) but if other people have some red flags on first dates, feel free to fucking shoot them at me. Let me know. I will say, yeah, if they bring up like their ex run, you know, like if they're still if they say that they're still in contact with somebody that was in their life more than like maybe two, three months, get the fuck out of there. Like, goodbye. Uh One red flag. I mean, when someone had to explain their. Oh, God, what is it called? They're basically their co-parenting plan and custody plan of the two French bulldogs they had with their ex. I was like, bro, I'm no, out. Like, <laughs> I'm out. When I'm we out. Were, when we were play, they were like, okay, yeah, like I'd love to go on another date. And then they were like, on Sundays and Wednesdays, I have the uh, the dog swap between my ex. So those no. aren't good days Fuck for that. me. I was like, you know what? Grow up. About that second date. <laughs> like, I was like, let her have the dogs, dude. Like, I'm like, you gotta be fucking kidding me, bro. Anyways, another red flag at least for me that I see on first dates is like, first of all, how they treat others is oh really big yeah. for me. And then I also just like how people talk about people in their lives is a really big deal to me, whether that's your mom. Like, I, I don't know what about me gets people to open up, but I've had people talk about their like rocky relationships with their mom. And I'm like, you seem like you I was like there's a lot to unpack here and you just told me you didn't go to therapy but um (laughs) (laughs) so the trauma is still we're still we're still doing circles around the trauma got it got it got it got it (laughs) got it got it got it but um yeah I I don't want to give men too many too many pointers on how to manipulate us though I (laughs) it's okay Yeah, well, I mean, in general, I just want to say, like, pay for dinner or don't pay for dinner, but you're not entitled to anything, whether you pay or not. So, mm-hmm. and what type of person do you want to be? What are your values? If, you're, if your values align with being a cheap fuck, then cool. Um, if it's a question of budget, dating is expensive. It's cheaper to be single, okay? Duh. Kind of going back a little bit to just, like, approaching women and talking to women, I... This one for me is uh, something I'm passionate about because the other, like, in New York, I'd be getting catcalled. And if I don't say thank you, these men get fucking tight. And I'm like, sir, you catcalling me in the street does not entitle me, like, does not entitle you to have a response from me. Like, in what world? You're fucking delusional. (laughs) I had, I saw this comment online where this guy was like, we're not allowed to approach women in the gym or their place of work. Where are we supposed to be approaching women? (laughs) And I just thought that was so funny. (laughs) Oh my God, I got to digress for just a second. So I have, so I go to the gym religiously, right? Been going to the same time, same place for three years. There is this one man who I swear to God, if there is ever a female by herself, he will approach her without fail. He, the other day he was at the squat or he was at the (laughs) bench press right next to us talking to this girl. And he comes up to this girl and she, and he goes, you know, I, I don't think I've, I don't think I've seen you here before. What, what days and times do you come? Oh God. (laughs) (laughs) And I literally was like, 
dog, you just wrote, like, you just came up to some girl and asked her when and where she will be. Like that is like a really like that's a really aggressive way to talk to someone because in my mind if i'm that girl like oh my god this dude's gonna fucking stalk me right like <laughs> yeah yeah like that would be my I first thought i'm lying literally 100 lying and, and the, or avoiding the question the thing is she said the funniest thing she was like well you know um i just kind of come whenever you know like i don't have a set schedule and in my mind i know exactly when this bitch comes to the gym but the thing is is no you're not gonna tell this guy that comes up to you where the fuck you're gonna be so no don't approach women at a gym because they're like afraid of getting stalked and same thing with their work it's like they're afraid of getting stalked that's why they don't want to be approached there because they can't not say no or they can't just tell you to fuck off because you know where to find them yeah, I would say I can't speak for everybody, but for me, there's nothing sexier at the gym than a man that acts like he doesn't, that I don't exist, okay? There is nothing sexier, like my my main gym crush, I got a couple, but the main one, he acts like I'm not there. And I'm okay with that because now he's a mystery to me. And I, if I want to get to know him, I'm going to inch my way over there slowly, Okay. <laughs> yeah i'll get there and my thing is is that like all what i think about it when it comes to the gym is that like i've had dudes come up to me and like like try to gauge my reaction in a in a way that's fucking weird so i'll give you i had yeah. this dude he worked out in jeans and had a chain wallet so it's oh, an no. automatic oh, no. no for me <laughs> And he did this on multiple occasions where I would work out on a piece of equipment. And I'm not joking. I would go to the other side of the gym. You got a clinger. Yeah, I would go to the other side of the gym. You know, I would re-rack my weights. I'd clean off the fucking thing. And I'd go to the other side of the gym. And he would come find me on the next piece of equipment and be like, hey, are you done with that? It's like, yeah, I, I, I am. Thanks for asking. And the thing is, is, he wanted to talk to me, but instead of just fucking talking to me, he was weird about it. Don't be weird about it. Just be a fucking, just try to make a friendship if it's going to be at a place where someone's going to have to fucking see you again. Don't make it like a like an immediate, like, oh, let me just try to get at this girl because now you've made it awkward. Instead, instead, try to build a friendship and then fucking do that. I agree. It's a lot easier once you've built the friendship to try to slide in. Get their Instagram. Go yeah. go virtual. You know what I mean? With another thing with approaching women, this is mostly like at bars, clubs, whatever. You become creepy once she has said no or signal no. What does signal mean mean? You ask her a question and she doesn't respond to you. She literally tells you, I'm good, or I have a boyfriend, or thank you, bye. Then after that, if you approach her again, now you are the creepy man, okay? Yeah. She already said, no, leave her alone. She's good. She doesn't want you. And if she wants you, she already knows she's got your attention. She'll come find you. Do not go find her. Do not go stare at her. Do not go look at her. Let her live her life. You liking her means nothing, (laughs) okay? And also, I will say, Just because a girl is nice in her delivery of no doesn't mean yes either. And if she's friendly and cordial, that still means no. Like, and that still can mean she's not into you. She's just friendly and cordial because she was raised, right? I I see a lot of the bad advice that I feel like I see are when people are like, oh, she's playing hard to get. No. No. (laughs) 
I don't like I don't I I personally if you actually like a guy I don't think you play hard to get and I think it's better to assume that they are uninterested than to assume that they're (laughs) trying to play hard to get I think it is way more common that if someone says no to you is not a fucking game they're trying to play they're not interested yeah this is mostly like when you approach them like right off the bat and believe me, again, nothing is more attractive than not <laughs> somebody not be looking interested in you. So, and maybe there are some shy girls. I won't speak for everybody, but for the for the most part, if they don't come find you in the next ten minutes, move on, brother. Like they're not in- literally they're not interested. That's just what I mean. Assume that the no means no, duh, and then move on with your day. Yeah. Yeah. And just remember, nobody owes you nothing. Like, mm-hmm. I think my biggest thing is like, oh, I complimented her. So I deserve a thank you or whatever. Like, no, I talked to her. So I deserve that or I'm entitled to a response from her. No, bro. We went, like, yeah, we went on one date. So I'm in. I deserve this. I deserve that. No, you don't. Honestly, you don't deserve anything from other, from another human being. That's not how the way Nobody the world owes works. Owes you anything? Yeah. Stop being so fucking entitled. <laughs> um. So you know, yes, it's it's nice when you can get a return for effort. Yeah. But it's not always guaranteed, and I feel like a lot of people need to start getting being okay with that. Don't do something because you're gonna get something. Yeah, I think that's the hard truth. Where it's like we feel like we're. I mean. I think that it is a a semi-normal reaction to feel like, oh, I did this for something, so I deserve something in exchange. But that's a really bad way to look at a relationship and to not even a relationship, but just an interaction with another human being. You don't deserve anything from anybody. That's the tough truth. That is the tough truth. I feel like there's a lot of really uh, amazing truth in this, and we should write a book. (laughs) Plug of the week. This plug of the week is we're trying to get you guys to read It Ends With Us by Colleen Hoover by next week. I think we're a little late to the game, so I think a lot of people have, have read, read this. this book. But if you haven't, get it. Get it. It's a great get book. It, it. And we're going to talk about yeah. it in like two weeks or some of the major themes. So read that. All right. That's the episode for this week. Thanks so much for listening. This is going to be a twofer because we feel like even though we touched on how you should act when you first meet and date a girl, there should also maybe be a little follow up on how you should treat women when you're actually with them respect baby so come back for next week where we do an episode about respect and we hope you liked this episode as always make sure to follow us on instagram it's thanks the number for your concern and you can find me at ll tutor also please do us a huge favor and rate this five stars subscribe and share with a friend if you have a brother or an uncle or somebody that you care about in your life that needs this advice Send it to them. (laughs) Yes, please. Okay. Love you. Thank you. Bye. Toodles. Kiss, kiss.